Okay. I apologize, everybody. Sorry for being late. Sorry, I'm a few minutes late. Okay. Let us begin right away. Okay. We are Parshas Chayesara. The Parsha begins after Misa, Sara, after Sarimena dies. So the introduction to the Shedach for Yitzchak is that Avraham Zaki and Baba Yomim. So that Avraham Avinu was, was, a Zok, was, was getting old. So since Avraham Avinu is getting old, so that's a reason to, to marry off Yitzchak. It seems to be that that's the impetus for marrying Yitzchak. So let's try to understand what, what's the connection between Avraham Avinu's Zikna, Avraham Avinu's old age, and uh, the need to marry off his children or his child. Um, and further, I want to examine, let's, let's, let's begin that uh, path with the following measures. The measure says that Avram Avinu was, had the, appear, looked exactly like Yitzchak, so that when Avram and Yitzchak would come to any particular place, people couldn't distinguish which one's Avram, which one's Yitzchak, who is, who's the right one, and it seems that it bothered Avram Avinu. So for some reason, Avram Avinu felt disturbed by this idea that they, they couldn't tell the difference between himself and uh, uh, and uh, Yitzhak, and he was in Mispalot to Hashem, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu made Avraham into a Zokin. In other words, until up until this time, there had never been such a concept of Zikna. You never noticed, you could never have, you didn't have a person look like he was elderly. You didn't just didn't, There was no such thing as a person appearing older than he was. Uh, so the so this idea was nishadish was this was something that was that was begun with Avram Avinu that we hadn't seen anywhere else before. Um, the question is, and and the Torah says, and the, excuse me, the way Chazal say it is that Akash Baruch Hu says to Avram Avinu that this is yaf yafisa shel Hashem. It's like Akash Baruch Hu has given you an added beauty that he's made you into a zaken. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting, uh, I mean, for some of us, it's very flattering, but, um, but, but it's an interesting uh, description of Zikna, Zikna to be described. Why would we, you choose of any meter, or of any, of any character trait, of any possible way of describing Zikna? How is it Zikna Yafe? How's it, what, what's the beauty in, in Zikna? That's one, one thing that's it's hard to understand. Um, in fact, uh, we find in, in, in multiple places the shonas of Chazal that seem to imply that zikna is, if anything, zikna is like a, it's like a drawback. It's like it's a it's a slowing down. It's a it's a um, it's a, a, a weakness, if you will. The 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 psukim in in some places use an expression of kafta alav zikna, like. Old, old age jumped upon, like it became came as a surprise to him. It came up on him suddenly. Somebody who goes through a lot of tsaris, all of a sudden it's kafzal of zikna. So, so this idea that that that, that zikna is somehow something that's yafa, really. I mean, that's that's hard to understand why you would describe it. There. It doesn't seem like it's um, it, it's um, that, that you're a zakin. You know, it's, that Avram Avinu should that, that that the people should be able to recognize who deserves kavod. Who deserves to be honored? Who deserves to be recognized for what he is? Okay, now is male. You would say that he's a zakim, but to say that this somehow is yafa, and in fact, the Gemara goes a little bit further. The Gemara, the, the Chazal go a little further. Excuse me, the Medrash goes a little further. Right? Um, it says 
that Avram Avinu, Akash Baruchu says, Akash um, Baruchu says, Baruch in Avshas Hashem, Hashem Elokai Gadalta Ma'oid, Gadalta Ma'oid, right? The Chazal say Gadalta Ma'oid. The Gadalta means you grew up. Ma'oid means you came, you came into 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 Zikna, almost as though like there's this emphasis on Zikna as being somehow something that is. Uh, 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 a, a revelation of the greatness of Hashem is this concept of zikna. In other words, if we go with the idea that we find in many places, we never find that the Torah calls somebody a chacham. In, in all of Tanakh, you don't find that somebody's referred to it. We find that sometimes people who are of stature, uh, people who, um, who who are held in an elevated stat- stat- status are called Zikanim, like the Ziknei Ha'am. The Ziknei Ha'am means the people who are the who are the who are the wise men of the nation, right? So that Ziknam there, it's it's a notrikon, it's a it's a um a conjugation of that of the idea of Zekonachma. This person has acquired wisdom. That's what Zakin means is 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 a Rashi Tabus. It's a it's a it's a it's it's a, 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 a um what's the word I'm looking for? It's a it's it's an L um an allegorical reference to the idea of Zeh, with right the three letters of of Rashi Tevis of the um how would you say Rashi Tevis in English um uh, what you think an acronym an acronym for Zeh Zayin Kofnun is Zeh Kana Chachma I don't know none doesn't really fit in Zeh Kana this one is this person has acquired, and what it means he's acquired his acquisition has been in the in the, in the world of Chachma. Okay, but but it, Chazal seem to be saying the actual the concept of zikna itself of old age and the appearance of old age and Avram Avinu as being the first zaking. This is somehow something special. This uh, this is some 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 shevach. It's a reflection of their idea of Hashem Elkai Gadalta Ma'ayd. You have become much greater because Rosh Hashanah is elevated. In fact. The Gemara goes one step further. The Chazal goes one step. It's not a Gemara, but the, Gemara, the Chazal goes one step further, and it says like this: It says, um, it says that that Hakadosh Baruch Hu says to Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu is almost uh, asked questioning the Rebbeinu like, "This is the way you want to di- to differentiate between me and my son? Like you turned me into the, and 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 the Chazal say the Rebbeinu responds to him with a pasuk in Daniel." I don't have the lotion of the puzzle. I don't have the exact language of the pasuk in front of me. But essentially, the pasuk says, after Daniel sees his whole mara, he sees his whole vision of the Arba Malchus of the four different kingdoms. Right, so it says it, and then and then on top of them all, you see Akharish Baruch Hu with white hair and a white beard appearing like an old man. And Akharish Baruch Hu says to Avram, says, says to Avram Avinu, It's enough for you to be like your kind of like your kind of like your like your like your creator. That should be that should be enough for you. So somehow. There's there's some reflection of this idea of 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 Kenyan of of an acquisition of of greatness um, when a person becomes 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 a zaken. Now there is a there is a concept of course that in zikna there's a certain level of experience there's a certain level of a, that a person has has um, the Gemara says that Rabbi Yochanan would stand up even for a zaken ashmai even for a for an elderly person who had no Torah knowledge at all, Rabbi Yochanan would stand up for him anyway. Rabbi Yochanan, the great Rabbi Yochanan, the great Amura, would stand up for 
even even a regular person who was who was elderly, because he said, "How could you not stand up for this person that's gone through all of these ex- life's experiences, and he has all of this the, the, these things in him? You you have to stand up for him. There has to be a certain respect for him." But it seems that what the Chazal are driving at here is something that's a little bit deeper than that. It seems that there's a a um, there's a there's a a a, a search, so to speak, on the part of Avraham Avinu for some level of recognition for what he's accomplished. And Akash Baruch is telling him, this zikna, this old age that I've been that, that I brought up that I've brought upon you, that should be uh that should be enough to 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 define that. So let's try to understand this idea of zikna specifically within the context of seeing it as something that somehow brings out the greatness of what an Avram Avinu is supposed to be, and it's a reflection of that in the Rebunisham, in the Rebunisham's, in the Rebunisham's Malchus, etc. So if you, the place, I think, to start is from this idea that it says over there in the Pasuk in Daniel, it says that Akash Baruch Hu appears like a person with white hair, with hair with hair that is completely colorless and almost transparent, and a white beard that's white, that's white, white, like a like a wool, a, a very clean wool, right? That somehow the expression of whiteness is bringing out what what zikna really represents. So what what is that? So there's an interesting chazal that you all are familiar with that the Rabbeinu Yonah quotes quite uh, uh, quotes, and he says like this: "The person is mavayish somebody barab. The person embarrasses somebody publicly." So what what happens? He causes his face to turn red, and then it loses all its color. And that is keilu. You were you. It's keilu. You you killed that person. It's like a ritzicha. It's like a murder, right? Why? Because the loss of color somehow the loss of color indicates a loss of connection to life, meaning life in and of itself brings out color. It brings out an element on in us of something that is that is colorful and expressive. And when you lose that color, that's an that's a, that's an indication of a complete loss of life. So that zikna, the, the concept of the of the loss of color in the hair, loss of color in the beard. Maybe we'll come back a little bit later to to describe the beard as well. Is somehow a description of the loss of life, and yet we're supposed to see that as something that's elevated, something that's that that is higher. So there's the morale. The morale. The Maharal in multiple places and not only talks about this idea in many different ways, but but here here's the basic concept. A person is made up, as you know, of a guf and a neshama. Recently, I said over on Shabbos that that's a, that's really the Arizal writes that that's really a tolus. A person is neither a guf nor a neshama. A person is is a hybrid. And only a hybrid guf and the neshama are supposed to be integrated into one. They're supposed to be all together. It's not one doesn't function without the other. One, one feeds the other, and despite the fact that one is that the feeding, for instance, on Shabbos we're we're having a ruchniyistic experience. We're having a spiritual experience, and yet we're feeding our guf. How does that go, how do, how does that work? The concept of neshama yisera, the Gemara in, in Beis says explicitly, is that you're able to eat more food because you have an extra neshama. But but neshama is something completely spiritual. It doesn't get anything from the from the food. What what, what does it have to do? What does it have to do with my neshama? But the concept that Arizal is saying over there is that we're a hybrid of an of a guf and a neshama. When the guf is happy, the neshama is happy. When the when the neshama is happy, the guf is happy. 
there is a there is a concept of the two that are intertwined with one another, and yet we understand that they're they, they're two they have they serve two completely different functions. One's completely ruchni, or as the in the language of the maral, it's called seichel, and in the other is called something that's completely physical, and, and which in the language of the maral, if you study maral as much, and the expression is a chomer, it has its physicality, its physicality. But so the chomer and the seichel are both present, they're both manifest from the time a person's born until the time that he dies. And yet, clearly when the child is first born, the chomer is dominant. It's, it's all about the body. It's just simply about creature comforts, right? The baby is simply all he wants. He's hungry, he cries, he can't sleep, right? He needs to be comfortable, he needs to be wrapped up properly, he needs to be changed. He's constantly, it's the physical comforts that are, that, that are critical to him. As a person matures, what you hope is happening is that what's becoming more and more predominant within that person is the function of the neshama. The functions of the neshama come out more and more, they become more and more apart, they become more and more real to that person is. Now, it's clear, like we see, that a person has a guf, there's a Gemara in Shabbos, the Gemara in Shabbos says like this, the Gemara in Shabbos says, Moshe Rabbeinu went up onto Har Sinai, right, and he said, and the, and the Malachim were very angry, they said to Rabbeinu Shalom, what's, what's he doing here? What is this Yelud Isha doing amongst us? What is this man born of a woman? What's this? What, what's he doing up here in the Shemaim? You're going to give him the Torah? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe Rabbeinu, I'm, I'm skipping the Gemara, the, without getting into the details of the Gemara exactly, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe Rabbeinu, you have to defend yourself. You have to justify to the Malachim why you deserve a Torah. So Moshe Rabbeinu, what does Moshe Rabbeinu say to them? There are details in that, in that I got it to that not, not for tonight necessarily, it's for a discussion for another time, but essentially Moshe Rabbeinu talks about certain mitzvahs and he says, you have Shabbos, there's a mitzvah in the Torah called Shabbos. And on Shabbos, why do you do Shabbos? Because seven, six days you work and the seventh day you rest. Do you work? Do you have a goof that you work for? Etc. Et, et he asks him about several mitzvahs, shatnas, do you wear clothing? You have to have a mitzvah shatnas, etc. So he says to the Malachim, you're, you're not shayach to, the, to, 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 to being Mechaim the Torah. Exactly what the Malachim were thinking, or what the conversation between Moshe Rabbeinu, that not not exactly for now. The point I'm trying to bring out is that Moshe Rabbeinu is showing that with our guf, with our physical body, that becomes the vehicle to allow us to feel, to connect to the Torah. So our guf, that that physical body, that chaymer that the, that the Maral is referring to, that chariot, if you will, that merkava, that thing that carries our neshama, is our guf, and yet. Each one has an independent expression, but somehow they're intertwined with one another. Now, you could have a chariot, you could have something that carries your neshama. You could be a, you could be an, a, an 18, 19, 20-year-old person riding around in a five or six-year-old car, right? Meaning the guf could be could be very mature or immature, very immature when the neshama is more mature, or vice versa, the other way, it could be the other way around as well. But what you ideally what you would want is that there should be some synthesis between the guf and the neshama. The guf and the neshama should somehow be synthesized together. But the child, when we're saying, when a person gets to a, to a point of zikna, when a person gets to a point where there's no color left in the guf, when the physicality, extensions of the physicality, and we have to talk about sar and, and why specifically hair and a beard, and those, specifically those areas of the body become white, those lose their color. What's going on? The, the loss of color on one level talks about death, 
but it also talks about being transparent. It talks about being not the dominant element, meaning if I look at something and it's full of color and it's vibrant and draws my attention, then that becomes what I focus on. I'm focused on that. So if the body is beautiful and it's and it's and it's in its physicality and it, it's what grabs my attention, then the chaymer, the physical part of the of the human being, is what is what is what is what you're looking at is for his for, for his identity for who he is. But when it turns white, what's that? What is that saying? It's saying it's now transparent. It's now something you see through because there's something else that's driving this guf, that's driving this person. The 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 yaf yafisa, the beauty of zikna is. That when the when the outer dimension is no longer the functioning driving element of what that is, it's true that when you see a person who is young and vibrant and strong and full of energy, and their body flows beautifully and athletically, and there's a synthesis of all these types of things, especially like how the Greek world, how the Western culture has made gotten us to think about these things, you think about something that that has certain physical talents. But but the yafisa of zikna is that when that becomes in that when the body becomes in that you don't even notice anymore, not because it's because it's not there. It's, it's like it's like it's transparent. It becomes like a a silk glove that covers something over that something that's beneath it that's moving much more on a much higher level on a whole different le- uh, 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 elevation. That's the guf that you really want to have. The guf that you want to have is a guf that. That whatever it is, you want to see right through it to the neshama. You want to see right through it to the seichel. You want to build it into a point where the, there's only um, there's only that level of chumrius uh, that that's not blocking. It's actually the real assistant. When a person drives around in a fancy car, right? If what you see is the car and not the person. You defeated the whole purpose, right? The person wants to, because that's just the car. The car could be beautiful no matter who's driving it. You want the car, the car should be a status symbol for the person who's inside it. The person inside it is what is what really counts. You want to see why the car should only be there as a way of enhancing the one who's riding in the car, not the car in and of itself that has its own kashivas. By the way, if if you think about this, right? If you think about this, even in, in, in that marshal, for instance, right? Think about it. If you're driving a, the difference is if a person drives a classy car versus an expensive car, you can drive a Lamborghini or you can drive a Cadillac. The difference between a Lamborghini and a Cadillac is this. The Lamborghini says, screams Lamborghini. It doesn't tell you anything about the person who's in the car. I mean, of course, the person who's in that car must have money, but you assume that that person is actually a very little token. There's, there's very little to the person. It's the car itself that, that, that catches your attention. A person drives a stately car, drives something that has kashivas. I don't know what it is today, whether, whether it's a Lexus or a, a, some sort. But, but the car itself lends status to the person. Not just to, it's not just the, it's not just, it's not just the, the, it's not the vehicle is not predominant. It's, it's what's inside the vehicle that, that makes a difference. So, so the loss of color, what, what we're talking about over here, the yafyufisa of, of, of zikna is exactly what, that's what, 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 what uh, Avraham Avinu brings. And the truth of the matter is, in the entire Bria, why is it that zikna starts with Avraham Avinu? Why does zikna start specifically with, with Avraham Avinu? What about Nayah? What about Shem Be'ever? Which is like this. 
Avram Avinu was the first one who went out and was mafarsim. He publicized. He brought the Ribbon to the world. Avram Avinu wasn't sitting in his corner. Shame Beaver, they're sitting in their base marriage. They're sitting in their corner. You want to come learn about the Ribbon Come learn about the Ribbon You don't want to come learn about the Ribbon Go ahead. Do whatever you want to do. Your life is your life. Avram Avinu is the first one that goes out there and he, he, he makes himself into that example of what it is to have, a, to that there is a that there is a burial and that there's a creator of the universe. What it means, how and how a person has to behave because there's a creator of the universe. How I'm supposed to connect to the Ribbon This is That's real Zikna. That's what Zikna is all about. Zikna is about demonstrating through the inner essence of what I am, what the world around me is supposed to be. How the world is supposed to function. That's, that's exactly what Akash Baruch Hu wants. That's why Avram Avinu is the first one who's a Zokin. That's the first time the Torah says, Av- Avram Zokin Baba Yom. And the first time in the Torah that the word Zokin appears is here by Avram Avinu because he's the first one that is becomes this Merkava, this this chariot, which is invisible, which is see-through. He's transparent. There's no op- opacity. There's no, it's not opaque in any fashion. It's not, there's no distraction from what he's all about. Avram Avinu, what do you, when you see Avram Avinu, what's he all about? He's all about the Rebbe Shalom. He's all about sharing. He's all about the chesed, what, what the Rebbe Shalom does, just like the Rebbe Shalom is Ma'afat, just like Kodesh Baruch Hu is the Gaimel Chassanim. Avram Avinu is the Gaimel His Gemilas Chassanim comes from his relationship with Hashem. That's the concept of Yofi, of beauty is like this. The, the reality of what beauty is, is that somehow by looking at the object, I see that there's something there that I desire, even if it doesn't, even if it's not, you know, it doesn't have to be written on the on the label exactly what it is. I look at it and it speaks to me from itself. It has its own language, so to speak. It has its own appeal that talks directly to me. I take an apple before it's ripe, so it doesn't look like anything. As, soon, as it comes into its own form and it takes that, it, it gets that 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 something that I can appreciate when I see, it calls out to me that it's something that it wants that, that wants to be eaten. It, that's what we call yofi. Yofi means the concept of yofi means not that there's an inner essence to something, but there's an inner essence to something that speaks to me without necessarily having to say anything. That calls out to me, that attracts me to it, that that's, that tells me exactly what it is. So. That's what Akash Baruch Hu says to, to Avraham Avinu. That's, that's what Avraham Avinu says when he comes into, into a city and he says, they can't tell the difference between me and Yitzchak. They can't tell the difference between me and my son. I've been doing this Avaida of whatever it is for 150 years. For 150 years, I've been out there so, to, to telling people about, about the Rebbe whatever it is, 120 years, right? 120 years, I've been out there telling people about the Rebbe He's in the world for 20 years. He hasn't, he hasn't worked this through yet. He's not holding on that Madrigal. Why is it that the world can't see what it is? That's our Kodesh Baruch system. Okay, I'm going to bring Zikna. I'm going to bring people a recognition of your inner essence, an expression of who you are that express something on a higher level. That's something that um, a person acquires, but it goes one step further. Because when we talk about Zikna, we talk about Zekana Chachma. The person is a person who has acquired that wisdom. A Kenyan, Kenyan means something that I actually worked for. Kenyan means something that I, I put in effort and now there's a return on my investment. It's not something that comes, I don't just find it. It's something that I actually, that I actually made, made a difference. So a person has done that, right, through the things that he's done. So um, 
things that are things that the, the concept of zikna is that a person you're able to see this person's life's work speaks to you from within him and it transforms your whole relationship with him he becomes something that that's much more so the the idea is that it's not only something that is there inside it's not just an inner value that he has but there's there's a there's a there's an inner value that's expressed on the outside as well that uh, that that transforms him. Now, again, we talked about the idea that there, there is a concept of kafza of zikna that a person's life can sometimes throw him curveballs, and that a person can look old before his time. So, what does it mean? to look old before your time. What does it mean to look old? That a person here goes through nisyonis, he goes through challenges, he goes through tsaras, and it transforms him. He also looks like a zakim. So what does that mean? So there's a Gemara in the beginning of Erevin. The Gemara in Erevin says like this. The Gemara in Erevin says that people who live in a in hilly cities, they live in a place that has milos or murders, that have ups and downs, they get old very quickly. They get old very quickly. So what what does that mean? What what is what is the Gemara trying to tell us? Like again, every time when Kazal tells us something, is not that we all know that if you put in more effort, you know, you get tired quicker. Your life becomes life's harder. You know, you understand that if you live in poverty, then and you have a hard life and you have to work very hard. People who live in in third world countries, they look old before their time. They can be you know they can be twenty five thirty years old and they already look like the fifth like somebody in a in a in a in a in a first world country looks when they're fifty or sixty, right? But but, but, so, so what's the point? What are, what are Chazal trying to communicate to us? What Chazal is saying is like this. The, the, the outer expression of what I am should be an, a reflection of what I've accomplished in my lifetime. Meaning like this. A world where a person has to go up, where there are ups and downs, where a person lives in a, in a city where there are nisyonis that take him up and down in life, such a person is kafzal of zikna, means like this. If a person takes um, takes to heart, the it's you know, as a, person can, a person can become a zakin on two levels. There can either be a zikna that's just experience, just life's experience. Life is throwing multiple experiences your way. And if you if you if you if you if if you survive those experiences, so it shows it shows in who you are. That's a very surface level effect that a person has from from, from these types of things. But if a person has nisyonas, a person has challenges that that he works through in his lifetime, that also brings out a zikna in a person. And the zikna that we're talking that that's the zikna that brings, I mean, it brings along with it a certain wisdom as to how to deal with life. It brings along a certain, a certain degree of experience that shows in every way that a person knows what's important and what's not important. A person becomes aware of priorities. A person has, has a... Uh, 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 a um, He has the capability of reflecting his inner essence on a different on a different level, and the idea of kafta al zikna that a person 
has experiences that we might think of in a negative way, but it, it th- that zikna is can be a reflection of the wisdom gained from the trials and tribulations that a person has gone through. That's that's really the goal of what of of what we're talking about. That's really what the kafzal of zikna or the zikna of Avram Avinu or what it says that Hakadosh Baruch Hu says to says to Daniel that he's with white hair and a white beard in on the throne is is the concept is is that the outside effects of the world are not what shows on that person. It's the inner dimension of how a person transformed himself, how a person grew from it, how a person now has something to share with the world because he's moved beyond the outer elements. And those are not, he's not affected by them in the sense that they hold him back. They become Yafyofisa, they become his praise, they become what you what he's admired for. That's exactly those things are what that person a person can be can have challenges and, and trouble tsaris in life and he becomes a beaten down person. That's a person who only experienced it on the outside. But a person who becomes truly a zakin, who has the 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 the, uh, the yofi, the beauty of zikna, means that 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 the challenges transformed him into a better person. They elevated him to a point where now he reflects something deeper that goes way beyond his regular means. There's a there's a I want to I want to take this one one level deeper on on this on in this idea. There's a Tanhuma that expresses a similar idea on this pasuk of of Zekanachachma um, of of Avram Avram Zokin Baba Yomim, and the Tanhuma says that it's connected the Barchi Nafshis that David HaMelech said, the Gemara tells us in Brachas, David HaMelech said five Barchi Nafshis, five times he says, I praise my soul, that David HaMelech is comparing the Neshama, uses the Neshama as an allegory for understanding the Rebbe Just like the Neshama fills the guf, so to HaKadosh Baruch Hu fills the world. Just like the Neshama is, can, is, is there, but it can't be seen, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there and it can't be seen, etc. So the Gemara and Brachas goes through the Chamisha Barchinashis in the, the Kapitel Tehillim, in the, in the chapter in Tehillim of, of Barchinashis Hashem, right? So the Gemara shows how each one of those is Davon talking about the, the, the beauty of, um, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu versus the world. Now, the Gemara says the Medrash says a very very interesting thing, a very interesting lashon, which is which is difficult to understand, but but it brings out a phenomenal yisod from Rav Gedalia Shor. It says like there's a fr- pr- tremendous principle from this from Rav Gedalia Shor is so, that is critical to understand. It's really a continuation. It's a hemshach of this idea of zikna that we're talking about. It says that from that Baruch Hu, is not like a Melech Basavadam. Melech Basavadam, the Gemara says, right? He makes a if if a if he makes a a paint the when he makes a painting, Tsaratsura, he makes a painting. So the painting is two dimensional and he can't put any 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 life life force into it. And not only that, sometimes the painting is bigger than the person. He created a world and his world, right? Is he is greater than the world which he created, right? And he he from his world you can actually see the greatness of Akadosh Baruch Hu. Now the, the the concept is very puzzling. Obviously, Akadosh Baruch Hu is greater than the world because he created the world. So the world is only a, a partial manifestation of what Akadosh Baruch Hu is capable of being. 
and more than that is um, that that um, that Akash Baruch Hu is 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 the one that that. Um, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the one that created that that reality, so of course Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to be bigger than that. The Medrash ends off. It says, "Hayd v'hadar shenasata hadras zikna leumasay." By the end of David Amel's Shemach, of his praise of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is, he says, "There's praise and glory to Hashem because He created zikna, He created old age, and He gave that to human beings." So what's the Haid Vahadar? What's the what's the what's the tremendous beauty that there is, or the tremendous glory, let's put it that way, uh, that there is in in Zikna? How, how are we to understand that concept? Now, so Rugadali Shore says a very, very important idea, one that we've talked about at times, but we've never actually brought it out on this. On the on this level, he says that the godless, the greatness of Hakadosh Baruch Hu in creating the world is not that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, who is infinite, can create this finite world, but that from within a finite world you can see the greatness of Hashem. Meaning, from within a finite world, you can come to an understanding of an infinite being that transcends everything that is that this world is. Meaning, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, from within the Bria, overflows into one, something that's greater than Himself. We, the, the the idea is that any time you see something that in the physical dimension can hold more than what it seems to be uh, mathematically capable of doing, that is that in and of itself is a giwi, is a revelation of Hashem's presence. So, for instance, we've spoken many times of. of when they stood in the base of Mikdash, all cramped together, they bow down, and all of a sudden there's more space. The space melts away. Any place where you have this idea of space melting away, the Aran Kodesh is Enominamida, that the Aran Kodesh can be in a place where you can't, that's an indication of the presence of the Aran Shemlul, because the, the whole, the whole Tachlis of the Bria, the whole, the, one of the one of the most fundamental underlying principles of the of the creation of the world is to show that from within something that is limited can come something that is infinite. Something that is limited can reflect on something that is infinite. Somehow the bria, the world, which is a finite creation, can overflow into an understanding of the burial and the creator of the world who is infinite. So from with so from within the bria, we see. Right, he the way his his expression of it is that is um is that is that um is that that we are there's a there's a giloy of ein soif mitoy chagolid there's a giloy there's a revelation of the infinite from within the finite from within from within this world from uh, um so. Meaning, if the mirt, something that is smaller, can be machsik, something that's maruba, that's bigger than itself. The concept of zikna is supposed to be exactly that. That is, that the, the a person, um, a 
in his fullest expression of himself, is more than just himself. Zikna is when a person gets to the point where he, where what he is overflows the boundaries of what you would think he is. I'm trying to say this in a, in a way that's maybe a little bit more. Try to bring this out in a. In a um, Every person has within himself or within themselves the ka'achaleida to give birth to. We are each one human being, and yet we have within us the potential to bring out multiple other human beings, even though we're only one person. Within us, contained within us, is the ka'ach, is the ability to bring out much more than what we are. We're not limited to just what you see in front of you. We're not limited to being, we're, we're not here, and then there's just me, and then I'm gone. Then there's nothing else. No, no I contain within me the koch, the potential for multiple other human beings. That's on a very physical, basic, basic physical level. But on a deeper level than that is that a person can be much more than just himself. And that's really the koch that we're looking for in Zik. A Zakin is a person who looks at the world not only through his own perceptions, but he's open to the perceptions of others that are outside his own way of looking at the world. Now, he may not necessarily see the world from their perspective, but he's capable of knowing that there are other perspectives out there that are broader than just his own. That's Zikna. That from within the limited, from within, I'm made up of, you know, to say it in, in Freudian terms, I'm made up, I'm, if I am simply the sum total of my own experiences, so then the only thing that I should be able to reflect are the things that are relevant to me within my own experiences. But a true zakin, somebody who's truly acquired zikna, is able to see something from the perspective of somebody else, even if he can't fully understand it, but he's able to see something from the perspective of somebody else that sees things that are more than just himself. The truth is, that's, that's, the, that's the microcosm for truly understanding what Torah really is. From one halacha in the Torah come multiple different ideas. From one sentence, from one line in the in, in the Chumash, right, we draw out multiple different lessons. Either Torah only said that one line, but that line contains within it so much more than what that line just is. It's not just that line. And, you know, for somebody who learns Gemara, you see this as well, the same idea. You, you learn a Mishnah, from the Mishnah, there's a, there's a five-line Mishnah, and there's 50 blot of Gemara, there's 50 pages of Gemara that come out of that. From one, in, in, in Agatha, it's even more so than that, like, as you see from the, uh, many of the classes that we talked about. There's the, the, the a person, one of the, the features of, it's it, the, the word for a beard, right, in, in Lashon HaKadosh is a zakat. It's no coincidence that coincidence that zakin and zakan is the same word, because what is the beard after all? The beard is an extension. It's the face is not limited to just the face. It extends beyond your what your face is. You you can extend. That's on the most basic level. In other words, what you're doing is you're extending yourself beyond your own limitations. You're not simply it, the face is still the face. 
but the face contains within it something else that can extend out of it that becomes much more than what that is. That's what zikna is. Zikna, the way we're describing it, and again, using the basis of what we said in, the, in our first machshava, we can understand this little, you, you're, you're revealing, you become a revelation of not your outer being, not your limited, finite, physical, but you're not just your, you are your, 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 your infinite neshama, which is a chelak which means that it has infinite potential. It can spill out from itself and say so much, be so much more. It's more than what you are within yourself. It's not limited to that. The whole idea of um, becoming something more than myself, that's what zikna is. Zikna is to, to be able to reflect wisdom that goes beyond the finite dimension of the wisdom that's contained within myself. It goes, it's something that's, it's expression of something that's deeper, which is the microcosm of what terror really is, which is obviously the microcosm of what the expression of the Rebbeim Shalom in the entire Briyas. Okay, stop over. Shabbos. Shabbos, thank you. Good Shabbos.